Boy, is he strict. Gotta get in there close and find out what's happening. There's our ticket. Hey, boys. Look what I got here. Hey, where are the white women at? Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. And I'm Arwen. We're back, we're new, and we might be just a little bit blue. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's been a whole week, and here's a new podcast. So, guess what? That's two for two. <laughs> um, but, you know, like always, when we have nothing to talk about, nothing news out, nothing great is out. Nothing great, yeah. What, what comes out next week? <laughs> or what comes out this week? I have no idea. Me either. I'm out of the loop in a way. Um, do you want to see Smile? No. Why? i just not interested. What's the matter? No. Scary? I don't like scary movies. Really? You already know this. You know, maybe one day, maybe one day next year, uh, we can get our good friend Jeremy, the horror movie guru. And I'm saying he's the horror movie guru. Nobody knows horror movies more than Jeremy. And uh, I want to do A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and A Nightmare on Elm Street 3 with him. I think that'd be great. I'm sure he's got a lot of opinions on those. So what are we doing this week then? Do you know? This week was five movies that wouldn't get made today. So yeah. So yeah. did you do five movies? I like did. you know five movies? I've got it right here. I, I know five movies. I probably know a lot more than five, but these, I'm pretty sure. They're problematic? They're very problematic. Okay. So, go ahead and uh, start Actually, with your number one. wait. I took that one off. Uh-oh. Did I? I think I rewrote these. Oh, good. I did, because I took that one movie off. All right. Um. <laughs> Arwen almost forgot all of her notes. I and, did it. Uh, I did it like a couple weeks ago. No, you did it this week. We're on the cuff. Um, so my first movie is Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, classic movie. It's funny. Starring Jim Carrey, Courtney Cox, and Sean Young, and uh, that rapper that I can't remember his name suddenly. It's Coolio. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's Tone Loke. <laughs> Tone Loke, that was it, yeah. Tone Loke. <laughs> Stop talking out of your ass. You're so, not funny today. So, Funky I, Cold Medina. I remember watching this movie for the first time when I was babysitting four neighbor kids. Oh, that's dumb. They actually showed it to me because they owned it. Because I had never seen it before. What? I know. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, is that man talking out of his butt? He was. And I remember Adam just laughing hysterically when I asked that. That's because it's funny. It's funny. It's so funny. I really had a good time. And then the reveal. Wait, I'm hor- did you know who Dan Marino was? Everybody knew who Dan Marino was. You did not know who Dan Marino was in 1995. 
He was a football player. I knew he was a football player. <laughs> One did, of the greatest of all time. He did commercials. I knew who he all was. Right, whatever. He, I think he was also on um, the Kate and Allie show, like as a cameo. Jeez, I, I do I do not know about any of that. I used to watch Kate and Allie all the time. I like that show. Anyway, um, so, you know, they're investigating the, the dolphin being kidnapped yes and they're finding the kid the the who kidnapped this dolphin the miami dolphin yes and einhorn is what the police chief i think so i think so you know it it's is sean been young like a lot of yeah it's sean young and ace ventura and einhorn didn't they do stuff together oh they did a lot of stuff That's together what I thought yeah and so it turns out that einhorn is a man Einhorn is a transgender person. Yes, well, that's what they—that's what they say. In but the, he was Einhorn's uh, a man. Baby, he was the—he was the kicker. Yes. In a uh, in, for the Miami Dolphins, and Dan Marino was the placeholder at the time. And he put the ball wrong. And he did not put the laces out, and the laces were in, and he shanked the ball. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going to change your gender. Become a cop and steal a damn <laughs> and dolphin. Set up Dan Marino. Absolutely. I think he tried to kill them too. Yeah. But anyway, so but the reveal is that Einhorn turns around, Jim Carrey pulls Sean Young's skirt down, and there's a bulge. Yeah, and everybody throws up because everybody has kissed her. Well that plus they're being homophobic, transphobic, everything phobic. Yeah. You know, everything phobic. Oh, yeah. This movie would not fly in <laughs> today's culture. You could not do culture. that today. And the movie is still beloved by people. It's still the one of the funniest movies of all time. I think that they, they could have done it differently. They could have, but it was the 90s. It wasn't. 90s was so bad for, for the anybody. The 90s was in like a, everything a inappropriate. We got, we got Kevin Smith... Probably in the actually the early two thousands, he did the animated uh, Clerks show, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and all the lesbians talk like this. They did so, and they had stubble. Yes. So I mean, come on, that's that's how <laughs> things were then, and it was still funny. Uh, uh, don't don't break the internet. We've improved. Yeah. So that was your number one, huh? That's actually I'm going well, five to one. Okay. So that's my number five. Well, my number five is a doozy. What is it? Uh, it's the toy. Yeah, no, that could not be made today at all. 1982, PG, one hour, 42 minutes, directed by Richard Donner, the same guy who did Gremlins and Goonies. And Superman. And Superman. Uh, starring Richard Pryor, Jackie Gleason in one of his final roles, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, Ned Beatty in one of his current roles. Uh, <laughs> Scott Schwartz and Teresa Ganzel, I think. Isn't name, that kid the is. one that was in uh, The Christmas Story? Yeah, yeah. He's the one who puts his... Okay, I forgot about he put, that. I think he, he's, he not gets, flick. No, he's not Flick. No, he's, he's the other, he's the other one kid. who tells him to put his... Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he also did hardcore pornography uh, in his early adulthood. And uh, he was very short. So uh, a lot of porn stars are like 5'5", five, five, I found out. Male porn stars. Really? Yeah, they're all short. But they got huge Johnsons. <laughs> 
So the premise of this is a rich philanthropist and his uh, affluent trophy wife, no, his affluent child. Oh yeah, um, wants something special for Christmas. What does he want? He wants that black guy to be his toy. Yes. So the whole movie. I've seen this movie several times. I saw it in the 80s uh, on HBO. And, by the way, it's on HBO Max if you want to watch it. And I think you should because it's funny. It is. But it's still a white family buying a black man to do jester crap for uh, of another family. Yeah, for a spoiled brat. Yeah. Um, the girl, the woman, Teresa Genzel... She doesn't do a nude scene in this movie, but there is a picture of her nude in the uh, office uh-huh, of the Jackie Gleason. Yeah, it's a painted portrait. It's so funny because you push a button, she's clothed, and then you yeah, push a you button. Yeah, you push a button and, and like, no clothes. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of funny. Um, I, I kind of want that. I remember... Uh, of me, not her. It, it's kind of like a, a why you shouldn't buy a person kind of deal yes but it's still problematic because it it's steeped in ridiculous racism yeah um and ultimately and played for laughs well ultimately what it is is the kid's father is basically an absentee dad even though he's there and he wants someone to pay attention to him yeah it's odd that he chose a black man. I remember Richard Pryor wearing a Spider-Man outfit, and that's one of my first impressions of Spider-Man was black Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And I was like, there should be a black Spider-Man. And now there's a black Spider-Man! I know. Miles is awesome. But yeah, I don't think that that movie could be made today. Oh, absolutely not. If you pitched this movie to anybody, they would uh, pull out a gun and shoot you in the face. <laughs> Plain and simple. That escalated quickly. Yeah, they'd be like... <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and you'd be like, what the hell, dude? Actually, it'd, it'd be a lot of, uh, well, you're canceled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's my number five. All right. What you got? Uh, for number four, I have a 1984 film. Okay. Revenge of the Nerds. Ooh. I don't know about that. Revenge of the Nerds is a cult classic. I think that they could make it again, but there's a lot of scenes that they would have to take out, like tricking someone into thinking that you're sleeping with their boyfriend. Or? The Asian stereotypes, the gay stereotypes. <laughs> what was wrong with that gay stereotype? I knew that dude in in high school. <laughs> that dude was a friend of mine in high school. I don't think that they... I, I don't. People called him Lamar. Really? Yeah, after that movie came out, that guy had no chance in hell not being Lamar. Because he was Lamar. <laughs> like, literally, all of his actions and body movements and and, and, and rhetoric uh-huh. was just like that character. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was a drag queen in Vegas. Hey. He is beautiful. They make bank. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying much, but he is beautiful. Yeah, the tent scene is really ultimately the worst. And the fact that... Tent scene. Yeah, he he pretends to... The girl goes into the tent or bouncy house or whatever it is. It's a fun house. It's a fun house. Okay, she goes into a fun house. And then he dresses with a mask on. She thinks it's her boyfriend. They have sex. They come out. 
she realizes it's not him, but she's okay. I was like, no, wait, you got that wrong. It's mid coitus. Oh, that she realizes that he takes his thing off and she's like, what the hell? And he's like, you liked it though. Right. And she goes, yeah, let's do this more. That would not happen. (laughs) That's Um, rape. (laughs) So you did not have a problem with them putting cameras all over the dormitory and uh, filming them while they're in the shower, in the bathroom, anything like that. There's a lot I've forgotten about that movie, but that that other scene stuck with me. I have been spied on by boys. Yeah. And it did not necessarily make me angry. There you go. Just saying. Now... It was also during a time when they weren't filming me. So if oh, they, they would have totally filmed If you. they had filmed me and put me on the internet, yeah, I'd be totally un- your, not okay with that. Your booty would be all over the internet today. I'm actually surprised that my my boobs aren't on the internet. Oh, no, they, they probably are. are. It's called arwinsboobs.com. No. <laughs> are you sure? If you type that in, I bet you'll get something. I'm not doing that. <laughs> We should so buy that domain, though. <laughs> so that's your number four? That's number four. Oh, wow. I don't know if I can top that. Um, shush. What's yours? Blazing Saddles. <gasps> oh. So what's funny? Not, hold on. Okay. I ain't done with you. I know. 1974. Uh, rated R. I don't know why it's rated R. There is more cussing in Goonies. but Did they say the N-word? Oh, a lot. Then but that's probably back why. then it was okay. You could say the N word in anything at that point. There's rated G movies where they say the N word. Well, that's just not cool. um, rated R. One hour thirty three minutes, and it's on Hulu at this time. It was on HBO Max. They just um, circle these things to multiple yeah. platforms. Directed by Mel Brooks, starring Cleavon Little. Uh, originally was supposed to be Richard Pryor, but he was doing Stir Crazy, I believe. Oh. No, he wasn't doing Stir Crazy in 1974. Uh-uh. Uh, but he helped write it, I think. Okay. Um, Gene Wilder, who was just coming out of a slump because he just did everything you wanted to know about sex but was too afraid to ask. A Woody Allen film? Mm-hmm. Um, Slim Pickens. That's a real person's name. Yes. Uh, Harvey Corman. The beautiful and talented Madeline Kahn and Mel Brooks himself is in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's been a really long time since I've seen this movie. It's hysterical. But yeah, I don't think they could make this movie today. So it's full of racism. On purpose. Full of racism. And I would say like um, there was a person that you're, uh, you know that, that put this movie on their drive-in uh, wall once and uh, people were mad. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I won't say the person's name. No. But we know who that is and they were like, why is everybody mad? That movie's funny. And you're like, you just don't get it, do ya? Well, also, the people that were watching it didn't understand that it's satire and it's supposed to be full it's of racism. absolutely satire. Um, Mel Brooks is full of satire. If you watch any of his movies, you will see a racial stereotype. You will see what the unwashed masses would would call f- like yeah that's that's how it is um but the premise is a corrupt politician hires a black sheriff to ruin a western town is that what the actual premise is yes oh wow so it's a railroad town um there was some funny stuff in there like there's these guys they're like uh 
doing something on the railroad and uh this other guy comes up and he goes what in the wild wild west is going on around here <laughs> or no what in wild wild world of sports is going on oh here? yeah that was funny or uh at one point they were gonna lynch him and uh, Cleavon little who's a black man and he points a gun to his face he goes stop or i'll shoot uh-huh. and they're like oh he's serious <laughs> You know, there's funny stuff like that. My favorite is the one where Gene Wilder pulls him out and he's like, where's the white women? Yeah, because That's going around our TikTok right yeah, now. Yeah, there's two Klansmen or two or three Klansmen that are like looking for like something. And he goes, oh, boys. And he pulls out Cleavon Little and he goes, hey, where are all the white women at? That's funny hell. It's as, so as hell. funny. And, and, and I've shown that to my coworker, uh, Corey, Corey, who may one day be in this room and do a movie with us, and I'm gonna try and figure out what the whitest movie he's never seen is, because this kid does not watch anything with white people. Uh, Garp. <laughs> no, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do like an artsy artsy movie. It has to be something dumb and entertaining. <laughs> Austin Powers. So I think Mike Myers, and in, was inspired by Mel Brooks. Absolutely. Everybody was inspired by Mel Brooks. Well, Mel Brooks's movies have a little bit of um, what's going on in the time period. Yeah. You know, but Mike Myers puts so much pop culture in his movies that they don't make sense they, now. Yeah, they don't hold up. It has no shelf life. Mel Brooks has shelf life in most of his movies. Um, Spaceballs is still relevant today. Mm-hmm. Um, Vertigo, not Vertigo, uh, High Anxiety is still pretty funny. Silent movie is still pretty funny. Young Frankenstein to this day, oh. you can you can show that to anybody and they would relate to the movie as being like, yeah, that's a very funny movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they don't get everything, yeah, even if they don't get everything, and and there's some goofy, the, goofy stuff the in there. History of the World Part One. Uh huh. I really wanted a part two. I did too. He teased a part two. He's a liar. Well, he's kind of old. Yeah. Yeah, he's like in his 90s. He's up there with Carl Reiner. I'm shocked they're both still alive, no, honestly. No, Carl Reiner's dead. Did he, he just died. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like he five like, years ago. Nuh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Nuh-uh. <laughs> he's been dead for a couple years now. Okay, he died in 2020. Yeah. So it, it's been... Two years. Two years now. Okay, so like but he was like the Corona Betty happened White, and Betty White age. You know, he was like in his nineties. Yeah, he was he was really old. So that's my number four. I'm okay. gonna turn my page. Okay, so my number three is from nineteen thirty-nine. is a beloved classic by a, for a lot of people. Yeah. It is called Gone with the Wind. Yeah, that one um Again, that one's full of racism. It is, but it was based off of the Civil War in the South, which was full of racism. Yeah. So, I really enjoy the movie. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It is Well good. acted. Vivian Lee, uh, Clark Gable, I don't know who directed it, probably. I think like, it was Selznick. Yeah. David O. Selznick directed just about everything um, that was gold back then. I remember the first time I watched this, and I watched it alone, and I rented it on purpose to watch it because I was like I'm going to watch a classic movie Mm -hmm. now usually a classic movie would be Boys Are For Loving starring uh, Sherry whatever her name was Uh, 
<laughs> there's a whole movie, a series of movies. I always got a big question mark on her face. There's a whole series of movies about this blonde spy who accidentally gets into sex crimes. <laughs> Whatever. And 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 they were all in the '70s, and I watched all of them, and I loved them. Um, Boys are for loving. Uh, Ginger, her name was Ginger in the movie. So Ginger, uh, and and there was a third one that I can't remember. You got channels I obviously didn't get. No, not channels. Video store. Oh, yeah. Like when you're 14, and your video store clerk does not give a damn what you buy oh. or rent. I had a field day. <laughs> I I mean I couldn't go back to the 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 secret room. But I could go and just get any rated R movie. Oh, okay. And that's what I did. Well, at least there was some morals there. There was no morals. <laughs> I was just not old enough to go in the back room. It said 18 only. Yeah. So I I would like to say, though, that the, char- the, the Mammy character... Yes. She won, what, an Oscar for this role? Yes. And she was the first black woman well, she, to ever... She wasn't Birdie, was she? From the Great Gildersleeve? I don't know. I don't think she was. I don't know if she was Birdie. What, what am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of Song of the South. That was Birdie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, that movie is so, so vanilla. It should, Disney should just release it. It's not that bad. I can see why they don't, though. It's boring. <laughs> well, it's not, not only that, but it also, you know, the, the, the biggest issue with that is that they made it seem like these, these, slaves had been happy it's post civil war so they're not slaves they're 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 still not in a great position but anyway um the 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 woman who played mammy in gone with the wind yeah she was awesome she was the first black woman to win an oscar i believe that's correct i remember i don't know nothing about birth and no babies that was the the girl and i still say that even though i probably shouldn't because it's funny I, I also remember like before the intermission a bunch of bummers happen yes and then they lose their house and she goes i will rise again and then the next the next thing happens she never rises again uh, I watched this movie for the first time with my mom and my aunt. We rented the VHSs from a local store or something. Two you know? tapes. It was two tapes. And I remember like going over to my aunt's house and, and seeing what it was. And I was like, wait, what? How long is this movie? You know? And then I it's watched like it and I was like, long. this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Because I was like a and teenager and everything. And, and, the, the, the velvet dress out of the curtains. Yeah. Like, you can get a lot of... Carol Burnett parodied that. Oh, that was so funny. You can got, get a lot of inspiration from that. Yeah. Of she wasn't going to be uh, kept down was her, her thought. She was a spoiled brat, but... She learned a lot of lessons out of, yeah, you know, post-war the, era. The soldiers coming into the house to be treated and triaged. Taking over their home. Yeah. That happened. Uh, George Reeves is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Right at the beginning. Yeah, he's I don't one of the suitors. I don't think he's in any part of the rest of the movie. I think uh, she finds out his character dies or something. Yeah, George Reeves was Superman in the Superman television show, The Adventures mm-hmm. of Superman, in the 1950s. Um uh, and he had a tragic end in Hollywood, much like Marilyn Monroe and Fetty Arbuckle and blah, 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 mm-hmm. back in those days. So, like, he's in that movie. Um, who else is in that movie? Uh, Clark Gable. 
Vivian Lee. I don't remember who played the one beautiful woman that was her friend. Olivia de Havilland. Yeah. Olivia she de Havilland. She just died uh, uh, a year or two ago, too, and she was like 100 or something. Jeez, oh, peace. When, when Feud came out. Uh, Feud. The, oh, yeah, the yeah, The Betty yeah. Davis thing. Uh, she had real issues with that. Because they made her out poorly. And she, I think she sued them. It was hysterical. It's like, she's going to die soon. But she's like, get your well, name out of well, your the, Well, the thing with Ryan Murphy and his true crime and his true story stuff is that he has to take liberties and make a villain. Yes. And so that's what he does. And sometimes the villain is not who you think it should be. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is. So, so my my thing with this movie though is that I feel like with a lot of things before you condemn something you should either read it like these book bands you know read the book watch yeah. the movie form your own opinion about it before you just get the, angry the knee jerk reaction yeah. of oh they don't like black people Guess what? It's probably not about them not liking black people. Black people were servants in the nineteen or in the eighteen sixties. It's just the way it was. It's still I, it's awful not right. that it happened. It's not right, but it is something that happened. And if you're going to do a period piece and you have black people in it, they're probably not going to be portrayed in right the, in the best yeah situation of life. Mm-hmm. And because unfortunately, that is what was going on. Uh, it's the same thing with Hateful Eight. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson was a free man, but he was still treated. Poorly. He was called the N word. Yeah. By Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. And that was shocking. I remember when we went to see that movie, <laughs> and I knew that the people I, sitting behind us. <laughs> I I knew that they were going to say that word. Yes. Because it just happens in. I think every Quentin every Tarantino, Tarantino movie, movie it does, which the is word is said. Why a lot of people don't like his stuff? Yeah, well, screw them. He's the greatest <laughs> director of all time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they when when she goes, I don't, I don't, I don't care what you say, N word, you know, and and everybody behind us, yeah, they went <gasps> audible gas, yeah, and I was like, what did you freaking expect? It's the eighteen hundreds. Like me and me and my friend Corey uh, at work, we've talked about maybe like the origin of the of the word, mm-hmm. how it came about. There are Spanish words that sound very close to the N word. Yes. There are Swedish words, not Swedish. What is that word? Dutch, like whatever Dutch. they speak up I there. I can see Dutch. Um, and it is completely instead of an I, it's an E. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. That's what the word black means over there. Mm-hmm. Over here, we say black. But Dutch Trading Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's the origin of that word. If you ever wanted to know, it came from the Dutch. So anyway, that was my number three. What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> my number three. whatever it is, three, mm-hmm. is Porky's. Yeah. 1981, rated R, one hour, 34 minutes, directed by Bob Clark, the same director of A Christmas Story, Mm -hmm. um, starring Dan Monaghan, Mark Harrier, Wyatt Knight, and Roger Wilson. I I can honestly say I love this movie for what it is. Okay. 
It's set in 1984. High school students try to get their friend laid. Yes. That's that's the whole premise. Uh-huh. Guy named Pee-wee, guy named Meat. That movie gets made all the time. The friend trying to get another friend laid. That, but that this was, scenario. But, but this was a pioneer movie. I agree. So the first time I heard about this movie was on a show called Different Strokes where they snuck in to see a movie called Porky's. And uh, and uh, they left traumatized. And I was like, i got to see that movie. And I was about their age. I was like uh, 10, 11. Uh-huh. In 1981, I was 10, 9, 8. I was 8. The <clears throat> sexual revolution yeah. of, of 10-year-olds, which does happen. Um, <laughs> but... Like, experience, learning about it, not, not doing Bob it. Bob Clark gross. did this movie so he could... F- so he could do a Christmas story. I think so. I think that's, that's like it was story. a deal. Um, there's a lot of uh, dong in this movie, like lots of dong. If you like dong, this is your movie. Um, I just saw this for the first time what a year or two ago with yeah. you. Yeah, and we were gonna do a podcast about. It. We might still do a podcast about at least the first four. Okay. There's only three. I was gonna say. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Webster's parents are in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they don't, they're not together yet. That's why they mention it in, in different strokes then, right? No. Oh, wait, this is wrong. I was thinking that that was an offshoot. That was called Webster. I know. But I forget their names. Vivian something and Dick Buckus's lookalike. He Um, was a football player, wasn't he? I think so. I don't know. There's some problems in this movie. Um, there's racism. Uh, they're all going to this lady's house. And, and she's like bouncing around and uh-huh. she's trying to be sexy. But it's Webster's mom, so she's not sexy. She's a mom. Uh, Moms are sexy. Eh, it depends. But then they have this... She has this scam on them. Mm-hmm. So like, it's kind of like Red State... I never even thought of that. Because <laughs> they go to get, get laid, but then something happens and it's horrifying. But they're all like going to take off their pants. Two of the guys are in on it. The other two are not, or three or four are not. They know that a, a gigantic black man is going to run in and act like he killed one or two of the kids. This so, is a prank. Yeah, it's a yeah. prank. And so they do that prank. The guys are running around nude, and mm-hmm. like Pee Wee, the main character, I think his name is Dana Monahan. Uh, he uh, he's running down the street, butt ass naked, <laughs> and the cops are there, and they're like, "Should we pull him over?" <laughs> and they're like, "I think we got to." Wasn't one of them his brother? I think so. I think. And so they're like, they're up beside him, and he's still running, uh-huh. and they're like. What are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? They're like, just get in the car. And they pull over and he gets in. It's funny. It's very funny. Um, there's other funny things like. So that's the, not the, problematic. The glory hole thing. The, the What's problematic about this movie? What's problematic about yeah, this Yeah, you movie? haven't said anything yet that's problematic. Well, about. there's that overt racism. Big black guy. Well, yeah, but. Full frontal male nudity. That's becoming a thing. We've discussed this before. Yeah, but they're it's getting not, their time it's not in that the big sun. Of a deal. Um, no, what's problematic 
Is them spying on the girls. Yeah, them spying yeah. on the girls. And I said the glory hole thing. He sticks his penis through the hole. Yeah, I know. But I can't remember why that's problematic. I mean, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. What? I can't remember what happened in that scene. So they're spying on the girls. Yeah. Oh, the. that's and right. And he puts his penis through the hole. Yes. But the girls have all run away. Yes, and he doesn't know that. And Miss Ballbricker. Yes. Grabs his penis <laughs> and pulls. won't let go. There is the probably the funniest scene is her trying to describe this to the principal <laughs> and the gym the teacher. <laughs> and, and and people are falling down laughing. And I think that none of that was scripted. She she wanted to bring them all in and have them pull their pants down yeah. so she could see which one you it was. Because I could recognize it. I was like, that's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And and <laughs> honestly, I work with a woman who would probably do that. Really? She would probably say something like that. Oh. And not realize what she's saying. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, another thing is, uh, this was Kim Cattrall's first movie, I think. I think. Um, and she plays, uh, they call her Mutt or the Howler or the Dog Girl or something like something that. Something like that. Because she... when you stick your wiener in her, she howls like a wolf. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was funny, too. This movie's funny. I, it's not it problematic. It's one of the funniest movies of all time. Everybody I could, should watch I could it. see them actually redoing this film. Yeah. With uh, maybe not some of the things that they chose. Porky's 2 was more... About racism. Oh, there was yes, a great. Was. There was a great subplot where this one dude was one of their friends. They, they all are on a basketball team or something um, for their for their high school, and and then they go to this whorehouse mm-hmm. called Porky's, which and is the boat. Yeah, no, it's not a boat yet. It's not a boat until the third movie. Oh, that's right. Okay, it's 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 on the water. <gasps> that's right. That's why the movie's called Porky's. Yeah, yeah. And and so they go to this whorehouse and they want to rent a hooker. It's renting. You don't buy, right? You just rent. I don't. Oh God. <laughs> I it's just definitely don't, not rent to own. I, yeah, you, I don't know what you call it. You just get a hooker. Um, and they're all underage. Everybody knows they're underage. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a little person whipping a large woman in there. And it's, Man, it's been a while since. And, uh, and there's that. like a show and everything. But there's this one guy who keeps going back and keeps going back and he keeps getting his ass kicked mm-hmm. over and over again. And eventually at the end, he's got a punctured lung. Yeah, they beat he's him up real really bad. really messed up. Yeah, and he's a high school student. Yeah, he's a high school student. So the local cops are, you know, jackasses and they're kind of like the, the hillbilly cops. They're paid off. Yeah, and Porky pays him off. I always thought Porky was uh, the bartender for Murphy Brown. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. Uh, very similar body type, though. Mm-hmm. And they, they tear down Porky's. Yeah, the kids come to. They, they the take kids their cars. Take and, revenge. And they pull the, the the stilts out from under the thing and it falls down. Because they're like in Louisiana or something. Yeah, it's like Louisiana yeah. or Florida. Florida. Yeah, because I know the second movie, I think they're in Florida. So Yeah. And the second movie is more problematic because the KKK are involved, but there's still a lot of old guy dong in that movie. Yes, there was. A lot of old guy dong. Mm-hmm. Like, Arwen was like, that's a lot of penis for one movie. I'm like, yeah. It was almost is. like that Spring Break movie the, where they, they the 
they go to Italy. It's not called Spring Break. Oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Euro Trip. Euro Trip, yeah. That movie was, I, I remember seeing that for the first time. I go, that's a lot of penis. <laughs> it was a lot of penis. The unrated version, anyway. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen the rated version. We have the unrated version. I can't imagine what the rated version cuts out. I mean, probably all waste the up humor. Crap. All the humor would be gone. Yeah. All right. So mine was Porky's. What's yours? So my number two is from 2007. And it what is. What the hell? I know. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, geez. With Adam Sandler and Kevin James. What the hell? So Adam Sandler's wife died. And in real life, I think no the movie. Oh, uh, and I think they're firefighters. I know that much. Yeah, they're firefighters. Uh, one one of their spouses has died, and I think they're trying to get health insurance. And I think it's a new thing at this point that you know, uh, same sex married people yeah. can be put on uh, insurance policies at this time because that was a big deal and. Kevin James' character and Adam Sandler's character decide to get married, even though they're completely heterosexual and try and fool people. They get married, and uh, Rob Schneider plays an Asian priest. Well, which he's half he, Filipino. He, he is of Asian descent, but his stereotype was not kind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But also the fact of the whole premise of this movie just would not fly. It didn't really fly well back then either. It didn't either. fly well back then either. Yeah, no. Uh, it, I, the movie probably bombed. I, I can't even imagine it making money. And I did end up watching it. I did too. Um, because I was like, okay, let's see what it is. I need to I need to see it before I judge it completely. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's not great. I mean, even the the fire chief says something. Like really bad, and I was like, "Oh, they oh. all did. They they all there's, there's like there's a lot of gay jokes, a lot of gay jokes, a lot of gay slurs. Yeah. Um, if you said any of this stuff at work where I work, um, you might get in a little trouble. Mm-hmm. So I think it would have been different if the other person with with Adam Sandler was gay, and they had incorporated, you know, actual gay culture. Yeah, and had. People that were gay that probably you but know the helped thing write also it. Also, is but... is that like uh, Adam Sandler's character was in love with Jennifer Beals? Oh, is she in that movie? Jennifer Beals, is that her name? No. From from uh, Jennifer, what's her name? Are you talking about um, Jennifer Beals? Jennifer Beals is from Flashdance. The one with the shoulders and the butt. The one that, that's married to, what's his Am name Am I thinking now? Jennifer Lawrence? No. The one that was in Seventh Heaven. Please hold. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Jessica Beale. I'm pretty sure I just said that. You said Jennifer Beals. Did you say Jennifer Beale? I said Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale? Yeah. It's a completely different That's a completely different, different name. <laughs> yeah, Jessica Beale. I forgot she was in that movie. Yeah, she was in that movie, and she was in her bra. I mean, like like every other movie she's ever been I in. I was going to say most women are in their bra when there aren't TV. No, no, no. TV. Just bra. Just bra and panties. Oh. And he's like, 
she's like, feel these, and he's touching her boobs, and I'm like... Wasn't she, like, the lawyer who was supposed to come and see if they were really uh, a gay couple? I, I, I can't remember. You. Anyway, uh, it's just that... All I know is that I wanted to be Adam Sandler so bad for five seconds. Also, when he did, you know, uh, Fifty First Dates with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's my... I don't think that movie could get made today either. But it's a true story. Is it? Yeah, it's a true story. It's based on a true story. I feel like we've we've ta- discussed this before. We might have, and I am still right. It's a real-life love story of a veterinarian who falls for a woman with daily memory loss. Thank you. It's based on uh, Michelle Philpotts, who suffered two head injuries in 1985 and 1990. Okay. Ha-ha. I'm sure Chuck, Chuck and Larry was based on a real story then, too, because I know a lot of guys who probably do this just so they could get health insurance. I certainly would. Anyway, so blatant homophobia is why I don't think that movie would get made today. Okay. What's your number two? Number two, 16 Candles. The Donger. Not only that. <laughs> um, A lot of stuff. Girl has an embarrassing 16th birthday. Um, most, most do. 1984, PG, one hour, 53 minutes. It's on AMC+. Plus. Okay. It's, it's always streaming somewhere. Directed by John Hughes. Starring, I love this stupid movie. Starring Molly Ringwald, uh, Anthony Michael Hall, Justin Henry, Michael uh, Schuffing, and uh, Getty Watnabe. I had such a crush on Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Uh, he was a little kid then, though, so uh, you're a pedophile. He's older than me, so at the time, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> um. Okay, so there's a couple problematic scenes in this movie that we'll talk about. <laughs> One is there's a uh, Asian stereotype called Long Duck Dong. Mm-hmm. And every time they show him, they have a gong a go gong off. A gong goes off. Gong. Hello. It's so bad, but it's funny. It's so bad. He gets drunk and uh, they're like, Long Long, what happened to our automobile? There, he's like automobile. <laughs> it's funny. You know what though? But you probably shouldn't laugh probably because shouldn't laugh. blah blah blah. Liberals. But he bakes out in the end. He gets with a his dream girl. Who? The the athletic big girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. He has um, a good time. Who else is in this movie? Is Robert Downey Jr. in this movie? Is this the one no, he's where in, they're on the headsets? He, I think this is the movie. Robert Downey Jr. and... Uh, 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 it's not Robert Downey Jr. He's in Weird Science. No, um, no, I know that. But no, it's Robert Downey Jr. and uh, the guy from Gross Point Blank, mm-hmm. who I can't think of right now. And his sister's in it, and she can't drink from a watering fountain. <laughs> that was funny. So I know um, they're both in that movie. John Cusack. John Cusack. But the other guy isn't Robert Downey Jr.? No. Who the frig is it? I think his name is Justin Henry. No, that's a stupid name. It should be Robert Downey Jr. Man, there, there's a lot of famous people in this movie, though. Yeah, name them all. Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah. Uh, Max Showalter. Uh huh. He's one of the grandparents. Carol Cook. Yeah. Bi- Billy Bird. Edward Andrews. Those were all the the grandparents. Yeah. Oh, they were so funny. Like, so you got your boobs <laughs> squeeze, <laughs> and I'm like, good lord, who does that? That's happened. Um, the yeah, when, but I, I already knew you had boobs. 
No, when your relatives do it, it's different. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> when Molly Ringwald goes up to her room and her grandparents are in their their night, uh, their like slips and underpants yeah. and everything, I was like, that's hilarious. It, it, it is. Um, this is one of the few John Hughes movies that I like. Yeah. Pretty in Pink is garbage. Uh, you ruined some, that movie for me. Of, it was my favorite. <laughs> some Kind of Wonderful is just garbage. I love that movie. You're not ruining that one. The Christmas or the vacation movies are good. Those are funny. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I like. Eh. And the Home Alone movie, the first two. The first one is really good. Yeah. Um, the even though the, over the top. second one has this guy in a hotel, and I hated that guy. I've hated that guy forever. And, anyway, and, and so I still back hate to this movie. Guy. So there's there's the the Asian stereotype. Okay. There's then there's also, the the panty thing where he goes, "I have her panties in the bathroom," and everybody cheers. You know what? I know boys who would do that. Yeah. I think boys would still do that. I don't know about that. They're like, "I got her sex tape." Anyway. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, we got we go there now, um, but it's a scarier. Time. The worst part is yes, hot girl gets drunk as hell, mm-hmm. and dude uh, Anthony Michael Hall is like friend makes friends with Jock Boy, who Such does not cutie. belong in this movie at all. Jake Ryan, he's terrible. Is so dreamy. He's a terrible person. He's dreamy, and he's this is a- why he's a terrible person. <laughs> He goes, you can do anything you want to this girl. She's drunk. She won't even know. I don't think he says it like that. And and Anthony Michael Hall goes, I can do anything? He goes, yeah. And so Anthony think... Michael Hall rapes a girl. We don't know that. It's implied that they have sex. But yes, that is a very problematic scene. So a drunk woman cannot give consent. No, I agree. 100%. I agree. And what's the, really weird? Every time I've seen this movie, I've been like, "That seems like it should not happen." Right. Well, what also is really weird is like she's a senior, he's like a freshman, I think, probably or yeah. sophomore. So there's you know that, but also she's really like in the morning. She's not regretful. And she I'm goes, like, "Did we?" And he goes, "Oh yeah." And she's like, "Okay." Yeah, and I'm like, I don't think that would happen like that. Probably not. Unless that's happened to her a lot, which is really sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's like Christina Ricci's character in uh, Black Snake Moan. Oh. Where she just, eh, I got raped again this week. Anyway. Uh, that's just awful. So yeah, there's <laughs> there's quite a few things in this movie, but I do still like some kind of wonderful you can't you can't. yeah whatever some kind of wonderful is pretty in pink light oh the the song that plays when jake don't ryan don't you no 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 forget the, about me no not dum, that song dum, dum, dum. i'm done with you <laughs> no the song that plays when jake ryan finally meets up with molly ringwald's character uh and they're on the table yeah. is a thompson twin song that is probably their best song ever hold me now no that's their only song no, they have three really good songs. There's that one, Lies, and uh, this one. Uh, it, it's like, if you were here, I could deceive you, which is not a great thing, but huh. it's still a great song. I like really bad songs. <laughs> so, the problem I have with specifically John Hughes and Molly Ringwald is that 
I think he wanted to bang Molly Ringwald so bad. Absolutely. And I don't know if they ever did, but she was really underage. She was the it girl during that era, too. Yeah. And I'm just saying that, like, he would write movies that just surrounded her and mm-hmm. her character. Mm-hmm. This is the only one of those movies I like. It could have been more of a love letter to someone he had a crush on in his high school. Yeah. All right. So, what's your number one? One. 1988. Heathers. Okay. Starring Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. It's because of all the mean girls. It's because of all the killing your, your fellow students. So, did that really happen in that sh- movie? Yeah. I remember it a little bit different. I remember it being like Mean Girls before Mean Girls. The girls uh, were Mean Girls. They were all named Heather except the one girl's name really so, wasn't Heather. who was in this? Winona Ryder. Um, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Shannon Dordery. Shannon Dor- Dordery? Dordery. Dordery. Dorgady. Dorgady. Dockerty. Is she still alive? Yeah. I know she was not doing well. She's not doing well. Um, in fact, it could be any day now. Um, a lot of people you might not know. Lizanne Falk. Kim Walker was the main girl. I know Kim Walker. Um, Penelope Milford. Milf. Glenn Shaddix. <laughs> you said Glenn. He's he's the guy who um, was in... Shit's Creek. Beetlejuice. As Lothor? The, yes. Mm-hmm. I got one right, folks. Um, Jeremy Applegate, I remember his name. There's a lot of people I don't yeah, recognize yeah. in here. Yeah. So um, I haven't seen this movie in about maybe five years. I do know that, yeah, there is the problem of, with the shooting. Yes. Uh, but I don't remember why it's happening. I don't. I don't remember all that. I know that Christian Slater was kind of a the bad boy, mm-hmm. like like Dylan from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, if he was a psychotic. And it was just... Uh, I miss Luke Perry. Yeah, who doesn't? He was so dreamy, too. Yeah. Anyway. And and he shoots a bunch of people. There's a fire because he's on fire at the end. I remember they blo- They're going to blow up the school. Well, there's smoke. He's so, smoking. Yeah, so... Like, he, on fire smoke, not like... He's trying well, he to... he is also smoking, smoking, too. Yeah, there's a lot of smoking in this movie, which you can't get anymore either, because... Yeah, you should watch Blonde. Usually Netflix avoids any kind of smoking, but it's it's a Maryland movie. It's NC-17 because of smoking. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Because they they don't like smoking, Um, which you shouldn't smoke. But anyway, Christian Slater's character is killing off people that, you know, do his girlfriend wrong. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that movie could be made anymore. They tried making the show, um, and it got pulled before it could because of Sandy Hook. Yeah. Or one of one uh, there was one, there was, one, there was a school I, shooting. I think it was Parkland actually. The there one was a in school Florida. shooting, and it was about a, a gay kid that and and I don't know anything else about. I it. don't know about the show. I don't even know if there was a school shooting in this show. I don't they, know. They I never, never watched it because it, it got pulled. I think they tried 
playing it somewhere else. It was going to be on what Paramount Network. It was going to be one of their first originals. Was it? Yeah, and then wow. instead it was Yellowstone, and Yellowstone has not made any dent in anybody's life. Nobody's. Ever I never heard hear of anybody it. talk about Yellowstone except oh, maybe my boss. Oh God, dang it! Everybody at work talks about Yellowstone. Really? They they think it's the greatest show on I think Earth. Dad's watched it. I think of he told me to watch has. it. I think Yellowstone has had two spinoffs now. Yeah. And I haven't watched any of it. I want to. Every actor I've seen seen that's in the show seems good. Yeah. I've heard heard good things, I guess. It just, you know. Yeah. All right. So, uh. What's your number one? This one's a doozy. (laughs) Okay. Soul Man. Oh. about this movie 1986 one hour 44 minutes available to rent on prime you cannot stream this unless you rent it um directed by erected <laughs> erected directed by steve minor uh-huh. and uh starring c thomas howell ray dong chong uh dawn not dong i was like what <laughs> ray dawn chong Ari gross and james earl jones uh, the premise is, man convinces Harvard he's black. I can't believe that movie got made. Like Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. A white lady who goes, no, I'm black. Yeah. So the, 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 the premise is, is that, that, like, uh, so this is what, 1986. We're still in Reagan era. Yes. But we're not going backwards. We're going forward forwards not according to that movie and in this movie he can't get into a good school because he's white Uh so what he does is he tans his face up somehow becomes a or a body becomes a black man jerry coral wig yeah and goes to Harvard. So was affirmative action a thing at this time? Affirmative action's been a thing for a long, long time, yes. I didn't I didn't realize when was, it came into effect. Sixties, seventies, early fifties? I don't know. Really? Yeah. I don't know. So is that why he couldn't get into the college? Probably. It's or probably was it because he wasn't really actually good enough to get into the school? No, no. It's probably a commentary about affirmative action. Okay. And it might be a parody. It's not good. I know that C. Thomas Howell has done stuff since this movie, mm-hmm. but there is no way he's he would have been the status he was before this movie. Mm-hmm. He was an up-and-coming actor. This movie happened, and he goes, flatline. Mm-hmm. So, he's done other things, and I've seen him in other things, and he's a good actor. The problem is, this movie... Is a blemish on his career. Yeah. I can't believe that James Earl Jones did this movie. James Earl Jones is a whore. <laughs> a shill for the, the money. Yeah. I mean, he just released his, like... like His digital voice. His digital voice. Yeah. Him and Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. G- digital likeness. I was like, what? So weird. Um, but, like... So, it has been a theory of mine for the last five years about like anytime Darth Vader speaks uh-huh. 
they're they're just recording that it's not his him. Voice. No, that, no, oh. that they're just recording his voice for future episodes. Oh. So he does a lot of interviews. He does a lot of Disney stuff. Uh-huh. He does a lot of other stuff. His voice is being recorded over oh. and over and over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, AI is going to do so, it. So after that, they can just piece together something for him to say, and he's going to say it. Well, they have modules that, you know, can record your voice, manipulate it into other things. It's, yeah. It, deep fake technology is scary. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's going to be an interesting next five years. So do you think they're going to, do you think it's going to be like when 3D with, with that first uh, Avatar movie, 3D came out and then everybody wanted to do a 3D and then suddenly it's just not a thing anymore. Do you think they're going to do so much no. deep fake at first that it's going to put okay, off so people? Probably. It's probably going to be a little weird because I've seen deep fake stuff and it looks fake still. Yeah. It looks like Forrest Gump. I've seen deep fakes on TikTok that look real. Yeah, me too. Which is scary. So, I've seen some stuff, and I'm like, uh, and then like, uh, yeah, they, they've they done other things with deepfake stuff, but the AI voice recording, mm-hmm. that's going to revolutionize any kind of voice acting. They're going to be like, uh, we can't get Paul Rudd, but he's done all this other crap, let's just take his voice. Mm-hmm. And, and Paul Rudd would be like, yeah, take my voice. No problem. <laughs> but, you know, do I get paid? No, he can get paid. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> Same thing with James Earl Jones. I don't Earl think Jones. that you should do paid. that for anybody who's still alive. Unless they've gotten to that age where they are they might pass. Yeah. You know. But it's like AI, there's a big controversy about AI doing digital art right now. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of living artists that are like, you shouldn't allow it to do art of artists that are still alive. Yeah, because it's them. taking away from them, which I get. We're we're getting closer and closer to idiocracy. It doesn't matter anymore. <sighs> I don't want to see the movie, but... Yes, you do. No, I don't. It farts. I will say, to this day, the movie Down Periscope, mm-hmm. that fart scene is the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire I life. <laughs> I was like, really? We're <laughs> laughing about this? It still makes me giggle. You're funny. <laughs> Farts are funny. <laughs> all right, so anyway, have we done all yeah, of our movies? Uh, I did Heather's. Yeah. You okay. did your number one, so. I did my number yeah. one. Yeah. So. I guess we're done. Yeah. <laughs> if you like this movie, like, comment, share. Subscribe. We're all over the place. Give us feedback. Give us feedback. Nice feedback. We're on. You can dislike us and still be nice about it. We're on Facebook as Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Um, you can find us there. We do we do have a Twitter, but we don't use it, and uh, probably won't until like we become monetized and fun. What? It could happen. You're funny. Anyway, expect more from us in the next week as we review another movie. The next week we're gonna talk about uh, uh, meet cute. Meet cute. So, get ready for that one, folks. That's a doozy. It's a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, like, comment, subscribe, share us, hang out with us on Facebook, comments, 
are always welcome. If you have suggestions, suggest something. <laughs> we can't just do this all by ourselves. Go watch a movie.